What is going on, guys? We got divisional round of the NFL playoffs to talk about, and this was maybe the most exciting weekend of NFL playoffs I have ever seen. We're going to get right into it. Let's go. What is going on, spectators? Welcome back to another episode. And today, we have to talk about maybe the best weekend of playoff sports I've ever seen. Absolutely incredible from start to finish. Every single game ending in a walk-off. My goodness, this is madness. I'm Julian. <laughs> I'm here at Brooklyn. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. I'm doing good. Glad to be back. Shout out Gerard for holding it down last week. So go check out that Super Wild Card weekend episode. Yeah. But this, this divisional round, like yeah. you said, walk off across the board, all no. four games, insane, bro. Just classics. A classic football playoff weekend. Everything was dope. And I mean, let's get right into it. Yeah, and before we get into the games, I didn't think it I didn't think it is until after the fact, but mm-hmm. we had in the NFC three Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> and then in the AFC, we had maybe the three best young quarterbacks. <laughs> and um and Ryan Tannehill so it was like really a lot of greatness and then like just a one and one mid on each side um so I thought that was pretty funny looking at looking at the QBs because I mean the the QBs that were available were absolutely incredible uh literally two of the best to ever do it and uh the two best young guys in the game so pretty cool stuff let's start with the let's just go chronological here um Cincinnati Bengals taking on the number one seeded Tennessee Titans. This is a game a lot of people were anticipating. A lot of people were really sipping the Bengals Kool-Aid, the Joe Burrow Kool-Aid. For some reason, he's Joe the coolest Burr. guy in the block. Joe Burr. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a lot of fun. And this, this team is a lot of fun. Yeah. They have all the makings of a team that people would want to cheer for. They, they throw the deep ball a lot. They have explosive plays. They make enough plays on defense. Um, but, but not enough to where like they're constantly in low scoring games like this. This was just kind of a, a weird one. Uh, Derek Henry yeah. comes back. He doesn't really have the best of games. Um, uh, 20 carries about 60 yards and, uh, the Bengals squeeze out a win. That was the definition of squeeze out. This was a ugly, ugly game for a majority of it. And it's funny because saying it got squeezed out, you look at Joe Burrow's uh, post-game interview and the rookie kicker, he says he took a couple practice kicks and he just gives a little stretch. Ah, looks like we're going to the AFC championship game. Before he runs out there. That's just cold-blooded. And you look at the replay. It wasn't wasn't easy kick he puts the kick up, doesn't even look at it, go through the uprights. He's just, all right, shake yeah. hands, we, we out. Yeah. We, we would. And, he, and he's that, been that really good all so year, cold. so. Yeah. 
McPherson, shout out to him. He's had a couple of game winners this year. That one from 52 to put the Bengals in their first AFC championship since 88, I believe, and their first ever road playoff victory against the number one seeded Tennessee Titans. The Titans can't get out of their own way, man. This Titans team is too talented. They're too well coached. But just like little things get in their way. First play of the game, interception. First play at a half, interception. To end the game. Interception. Like, the Titans, oh. by all means, should have won this game. By yeah. all means. They had the ball. There was, like, 40 seconds left. They were at the 40. They were driving. They were, they were yeah. looking good on this drive, too. By all means, they should have won this game. A bobbled pass, deflected, goes in the air, gets caught, and... That's kind of the name of the game. And I think Tannehill played good enough in this game, just throwing a red zone on, like, the five-yard line pick, which wasn't necessarily his fault. The O-line decided not to play on that snap. Um, and then this ball bobbled at the end, and that'll that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. And, you know, Titans played a lot of bend-don't-break defense in this game. They only let up one uh, one touchdown in general, and it was a, a rushing touchdown from uh, Joe Mixon. And I don't know. This is a really rough game to lose in Tennessee during their window because you're not going to get a lot of years where Ryan Tannehill's, like, going to be a good quality starter. And he gave that to you this year, and not so much in this game. But what's next for Tennessee? I have no idea. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because you feel like Tannehill's been good per se. And he has. During his, tenure, during his tenure just because, like, whatever he changed, whether it was just internally or physically or game plan-wise, and anything, like, yeah. now it's kind of just being a norm now. So, like you said, you don't know how much of that you're going to really get at a high level. Do we yeah. get a regression now? Does he go back to his old ways? Like, what What do we get? You would hope that it keeps on going because this team is talented. They're insanely talented. This is the most – this is like a top three talented roster. They're the number one seed for a reason. Yeah. They're really so, good. So, it, it's tough, but, I mean, shout out to the Bengals, man. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, maybe they go and get a new quarterback. Who's to say, but – I don't know. I think uh, looking at them is kind of a, an undersight just because Joe Burrow's that guy. Like, Joe Burrow is very clearly that guy. He made a lot of mistakes in this game, like a lot of mistakes in this game. Um, I do think these mistakes are going to cost them in the next game. They play, to, they play, spoiler alert, they play the Chiefs after their insane game. Um, I think it's going to cost them because Joe is just not getting rid of the ball quick enough. Their O-line's not holding up, and when they do hold up, he's kind of not making the decisions as quick as he should be, but he has the arm talent. He's making the throws when he's actually making them on time and not on the ground. Getting sacked nine times in a game, though you have no business winning a game. Zero. Zero. And that's the most amount of sacks that a team has taken in the playoffs and won in NFL history. So I think the next was like Donovan McNabb in like 2003 with the Eagles, which was crazy. Um, also a testament to Andy Reid and how good he's been in his career. My goodness gracious. He's the only coach in NFL history 
to go to four straight conference championships with two different teams. Insane. The only one. Insane. Also, shout out uh, to the Bengals for converting uh, seven third downs. That will definitely That'll help you. If you're, if you're getting sacked nine times and the other team is turning it over three times, converting seven times on third down. It will certainly help. It will yeah. definitely help your cause. And, yeah, 19-16, to 16, the Bengals take this game. They're going to be the away team in the AFC championship. That is absolutely insane. I don't think anybody would have predicted they were in the championship this year. I certainly didn't. I bet against them nah. last week and this week. So I'm the idiot. This, it's the only playoff game I've gotten wrong, though. Keep that in mind. I've been great otherwise. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bengals, they're, they're looking fun, but they're going to have to score a lot more 19 if they're going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, let's yeah, go to Joe, game. Joe, Joe Shiesty, you're going to have to make it happen. <laughs> He's going to have to do a lot. He's going to have to work some <laughs> magic. <'cause, whoo. laughs> game number two. The team that passed on drafting Aaron Rodgers. The team that passed on drafting Aaron Rodgers in the San Francisco 49ers. They drafted Alex Smith in the same draft. Now, here's some notable stats about the 49ers since drafting Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers. They have beaten the Aaron Rodgers-led Packers four times in the playoffs. They are 4 out. They've been to two Super Bowls. They haven't won one, but they've been to two Super Bowls compared to the Packers one. And they are currently going back to the NFC Championship game after outing him again. It's the weirdest, like, timeline in sports. Yeah. <clears throat> but here we are. They're on their fourth quarterback since drafting uh, him and... Um, they're still a better team somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how that works, but this game was ugly. This game was ugly. Yeah, snowy game, just weird, frozen tundra, Lambo. But shout out the special teams. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny is this was the special team bowl, right? These were the two worst teams in the NFL. And they were both historically bad on special teams. Like, these two teams were bottom 10 teams in special team of all time, statistically, coming into this game. <laughs> so you knew there was going to be some special teams blunders. And uh, you get a blocked field goal. You get a blocked punt return for a touchdown. That's the only touchdown by the San Francisco 49ers in this game. All they needed. That's all they needed. And, you know, this game started, and... I think everybody got that pit, that pit in their chest. And they're like, uh-oh, Rodgers is going to do that thing. Because they start out with maybe the most efficient opening drive I've ever seen. Like, it was actually insane. Rodgers looked like he was just like mechanical. They go down the field. They scored her seven points. It took like six minutes off the clock. It was a classic Green Bay Packers drive. Seven nothing. And it stayed that way. Yep. For 25 more minutes. <laughs> and that that deep ball right before the half, I was like, oh man, like yeah. we get spicy now. No. Nope. We get spicy and then they don't they don't do nothing with it because the kick gets blocked. And now it's just like, well, now we're in a weird spot. Yeah, because now we're still only up one score. 
that was the most offense we've had in, in again, 20 minutes. Yeah. And Aaron was efficient in this game, but there was a concerted effort to get to him as quickly as possible, but not in the typical way because getting to Aaron Rodgers has never been the way to beat him. In fact, it's honestly kind of backfired a lot of times. Aaron Rodgers has been so masterful in getting out of the pocket, creating, making time, waiting for a receiver to get open. And the way that the 49ers got after him was like, hey, we're going to get after you quick, but we're going to come from like around you. You're not going to get any space to move. And with Bakhtiari out, we know that you're not going to have your full O-line strength, which is a, a sign of the weekend that we've seen, especially in the NFC. They swallowed him up. They didn't give him time. He was uncomfortable. He was very efficient in his throws, but just like he couldn't make the best decision because usually the best decision for Aaron Rodgers is my bad wide receivers are finding a way to get open after yeah. 10 seconds of coverage. So it didn't really happen in this game, and they did a very good job at just like absolutely shutting down Devontae Adams for the most part, and um, that's some kudos deserved, certainly. Yeah, 20 for 29 with 225 yards. Like, that's solid. Yeah. That's really, really solid. And you would think, okay, that that could be enough. Right. But you think. It just, it just isn't. Yeah, well, and with him and Jimmy G, and Jimmy, Jimmy G was actually terrible in this game. Jimmy G was horrific. And he threw a percentage-wise well, and that's kind of the story of Jimmy Garoppolo's career, right? Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing for 60-70% in his career. He's kind of like uh, Sam Bradford, where like they, they're just super high percentage guys, but like it doesn't always translate. Um, and granted, Jimmy Garoppolo's a winner. Like He's not a good quarterback, but he certainly is a winner. 11 for 19 in this game with a 11.9 QBR. The quarterbacks combined for like a 30-point I think I a 30.3 QBR, 31.3. That's bad. A combined QBR, like I think average, <laughs> like average on the league in a game is like 40. And these guys were both sub 40 combined. Um, and, you know, that's partly the weather. Weather. That's partly the Packers defense played the best game I've literally ever seen a Packers defense play. Ever. Uh, they came in with a game plan and they looked, good they shut down Debo Samuel for the most part they shut down George Kittle and that's the thing George Kittle was supposed to be the guy that was gonna kill them this game because they can't really stop tight ends and he he had a couple yards but I kind of expected Kittle to pop off for like 100 115 maybe a touchdown but when he, when he did go off he had big chunks yeah and yeah. then also coming out of the half deep they weren't they had no answer for Debo yeah, and like Debo towards the just, end of the game too, like Debo was the yeah, guy who took over, but they, they were just tearing them up. So like majority, yeah, they got them, but what it mattered, just big chunks. And yeah, those chunks kill you. They, well, they had and, no when, and when your game ends in thirteen to ten, like twenty yard plays mean a lot. They mean a lot more than they they do in the Bills game. So, uh, yeah, th this game was really odd. I watched this. And in my head, I was just thinking, these two teams are known for their offense, and they can't get anything going. This is mm -hmm. not a good sign for either of them. Uh, and I was kind of just thinking, like, man, these two teams just aren't it. 
that was kind of like my takeaway from this game. I'm like, I don't love what either of these teams kind of bring to winning a championship and, you know, good defense wins championships and all that. But when you can't generate any type of offense, when you have Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Debo Samuel, who's arguably the best weapon in football outside of Cooper Cup, I don't feel too optimistic about like future stuff. So that's kind of, that was like my feeling coming out of this game. Yeah. No matter who they end up, end up would have been playing from what we're going to talk about in the next game. I wasn't, it didn't impress me. No, not at all. And then uh, one more note that I do want to mention. Uh, this is likely Aaron Rodgers' last game, especially the way he kind of walked out and with all the rumblings we heard preseason, during the season. It's likely Aaron Rodgers' last game, especially with the way this ended. Like, losing to the losing to the 49ers in the divisional round is uh, tough. Maybe if they make it to the AFC Championship and lose, or NFC Championship and lose on a kick, like a game-winning kick, maybe he stays. Maybe if they make it to the Super Bowl, he probably stays. They have a lot of guys going in the free agency. I'm sure him and Devontae are just like, man, you're a dog. But, like, if I got you and you got me and you're the best and I'm the best at our positions and we can't score more than 10 points in a game, what are we doing? Uh, and he said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild if he stays. So the only way you're going to have them to stay is just emptying the bank. And they, really they already don't have. They don't have they don't got space. to the no. bank right now no. so how how do you make it work you don't do you go make trades for people like is, is it <laughs> who do you... that, that's the thing like no. you you got to get rid of what you have right now to go get one piece and like now you're losing depth are you really getting anything crazy crazy in return that's going to keep aaron and you got to do that before you get aaron to commit so yeah. you don't even know if that's going to really do it so it's whichever way you look at it aaron and devontae are gone so yeah. that's it. <laughs> and you know, you know what was the true kiss of death for the Packers? It's a weird one, but I, I'm gonna stick by this. Odell not signing there was the kiss of death. Because you know, I think, when it, I think we all knew that wasn't gonna happen. Well, I think like they were a candidate for sure. Like I think they had to have been in the top three or four teams that he could have gone to, because him and Devonte are boys. Apparently, like it, it seemed like it could fit. And probably he didn't go because I don't think Odell likes Aaron, which I don't blame him. Um, but I, I don't even think any of that has anything to do with it. I just really? think Odell was not going to Lambeau Field. Odell's not going to Green he wants Bay, Bay Wisconsin. Yeah, Odell's he not wants, going to he wants the to be frozen tundra. Yeah, he like, wants he wants sunny California. Like he don't want yeah. none of that. So yeah. I don't care about any relationships, That's any fair. of that. That's fair. He just wasn't going to happen. But but like. Am I wrong in this that, like, if they got Odell, this would have been very different. They didn't have a Oh, weapon. this is a very, very different team. Yeah, very. like, because Odell has been so good. Like, actually so good for the Rams that having that, and that's always kind of been a problem for the Packers. They've never really had, like, a like a number two kind of a guy. Like, they've always had an elite guy, like Jordy Nelson. And then, like, Randall Cobb was always kind of good, but, like, is he actually? And they always had, like, those kind of guys, right? Alan Lazard's not yeah. that good. He's just not good. It's okay. Yeah. So this is probably the end of a 30-year Hall of Fame run between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Un 
untouched, untampered with 30 consecutive years of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Two Super Bowls. <laughs> That's an all-time blunder. That's actually an all-time blunder. I don't I can't think of a single thing in sports outside of like you know, the Vikings go into four Super Bowls and not winning one. Um and then like the Braves back when the Braves were really good and they went to like four straight World Series and couldn't win one. I think it was four, something like that. They, they they couldn't win a World Series to save their life. Um yeah. outside of like those two things, I can't think of a bigger sports blunder. And this is no. 30 years. The Packers should have 10 total Super Bowls right now. How many do they have total? Six? I think they got five or six. Five or six. Probably six. Brett should have won three. Rodgers should have won two or three. And the fact that yeah. each of them only have one. I don't know if it's Tell- on them. I don't know. if It's, it's got to be on the organization. It's not their fault. No. These are two top ten quarterbacks of all time. No. Like, it's not their fault. So tough scenes, but bye hey. from a hate to see it. Hate to see it unless you're Julian a Vikings fan. You Dude, just it's absolutely a, love it. Love to see it. <laughs> absolutely love to see it. Pretty embarrassing stuff, and I'm so down. Uh, let's move on to Sunday games. Let's stop my slander. <laughs> Go to Sunday games where these two games were amazing for the complete opposite reasons as the games on Saturday. So the Saturday games, two walk-off kicks on low-scoring games. Nobody's scoring 20. Kind of a snooze fest until it wasn't, and then it was, like, kind of fun towards the end. These games were, like, whoa, the whole time. Uh, Rams come out. Bink, bink, bink. Brady can't get off the ground. Aaron Donald had the game of his life, which he seems to have every game, by the way. I think every game I've watched fully of Aaron Donald is the game of his life because that dude's just absolutely built different. Bro, he's insane. Yeah. Words can't describe it. Like. Yeah. And the name of the game on this one, which I think we all knew, and if you look at the spectators pick them, four of us picked the Rams. Not because we think the Rams are a better team, not because Tom Brady is washed up or anything like that. When you have two offensive linemen that are hurt, and Tristan Wirfs is quite literally maybe the best at his position, and two of them are hurt against Aaron Donald and Von Miller, there couldn't have been a worse team for them to get hurt before. Maybe in the history of football. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, <laughs> I'm, uh, not, and not, not that they have the argue. best line in like NFL history, but like this was just like the worst opportunity like Aaron Donald is as dominant as possible and if anybody is going to slow him down it's Tristan Wirfs and he wasn't here yeah you you need peak protection you need your top dog for that because if you get anything less Aaron Donald's going to eat that up and he did and he and he certainly did and Brady felt the pressure all game uh you're not going to win many games with 42 year old Tom Brady throwing 54 times and the, the reason for that is not because he's washed or anything, because he shouldn't be throwing 54 times. Just shouldn't. You just need to. And he, he no. had to yesterday. The first half, Mike Evans couldn't get it going. Him and Tyler Johnson are beefing, and Tyler Johnson doesn't want to catch the ball, and Brady doesn't want to throw it to him right. And Tough scenes. Tough scenes. And this game felt really scripted for, like, a second because <laughs> – it was like, wow, the Rams really could have won this game by 50. And then the Rams fumble it. Then they fumble it again. 
and then the miss, then the miss snap. <laughs> Brady fumbles it right. We get a Von Miller strip sack, the classic. The next play, we get a boofed snap from the center over Matt Stafford's head. The next drive after the Bucks score on that drive, Cam Akers fumbles it while they're trying to run out the clock. What are we doing? And all of a sudden, the Bucks are down. 14 with the ball and we're like is this gonna happen it was was 26 to 20 i don't remember it was it was like 26 to to 6 and we're like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh is is this the falcons 2.0 is this happening because he's done it before we're not shocked if he does it and it almost happens and then rams rams win it they deserved it matt gay Former Buck, cut by the Bucks, kills the Bucks because the Bucks missed the field goal and Matt Gay didn't. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, shout out Brady because you just can't bet against him. Even no, though they lost, can't. you just can't bet against him and feel comfortable with him. No. It was 27 to 3. And <laughs> you think, okay, like. And we're like, hey, there's still a chance. Stop it up. And and shout out Gerard in our, in our group chat where we're flaming the Bucks. I don't want to say nothing yet because there's still a lot of time in his break, yeah. and we're not arguing with that. We we completely yeah. understand, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it happens. It's just kind it of fun happened. though. It's, it, you got to talk and talk. It's fun. Oh, absolutely. And then it gets 27, 27 and it's like, yo, <laughs> he's gonna yeah, do on, it. Hold on, hold on, he's hold gonna on. do it. And then the big bomb from Stafford, the cup. They they go down the field. They clock it. You see Stafford walk off the line, just all hype, and then they as he should be. And you, you know love what? To see it, man. And you know you what? Love to see it. This might be the last time we see Tom Brady play, and that sucks. Yep. But we got to see, we get to see Matthew Stafford finally have a good team around him. Yeah, and he's in the NFC Championship game. But that dude, that makes me so happy. I think. I don't know if there's ever been a player on a rival team that I've ever liked as much as Matthew Stafford because Matthew Stafford was a longtime Lion, Vikings fan. And we kind of own the Lions, probably why. I didn't that, hate That's him. exactly why. Like, that's probably why. But he he would chop us up every now and then. We would still win the game. But he would, like, light us up. And, like, Megatron would, like, light us up. And I would always watch this guy. I'm like, why are the Lions not good? <laughs> Matthew Stafford's a yeah. dog. And we said it in the preseason. We're going to try and find a clip for you guys so we can let you know about a preseason uh, Super Bowl picks because guess who uh, <clears throat> looking good on picks right now? Um, I said Rams Chiefs for the Super Bowl. And I said Matthew Stafford for MVP. If he didn't throw as many picks in the middle of the season, he probably would be. Um, I'm just really happy for him. I really am. It's cool I'm to so see, happy man. for him. It's... It's really, really dope because coming in, everybody was like, oh, it's not going to matter. Stafford sucks. Look at what he did with the Lions, yada, yada, yada. Cool. Whatever. Here we are. Here we are. And then, also, like, like you said, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, also, shout out to Cooper Cup for actually having the best, <clears throat> including playoffs, season as a wide receiver ever. Most amount of yards. He just perished Larry uh, Fitzgerald for the most yards. And... If they win next week, he has a whole other game. So there's potentially two more games for him to extend that. And the fact that he's producing in the playoffs. You love Dude, to see 183 that. 183 yards yesterday. 
because people so often have a good regular season, then it gets playoff time, it disappears. Happens a lot. It, Happens a lot. Like, oh, come on, man. But what I was going to say is, like you said, it could be the last time we see Brady, but it, it's cool that if it is, he got to go out just thuggish. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he did what he did. He, yeah. he almost just finalized it, mortalized it, but yeah. you, you got to love it. Yeah, I hope it's not. It. I, no, I really not, hope not it's not. And I hope the Bucks give this team one more chance. Uh, I don't see it going one more. Like we always said, this was a two-year thing. So I, I hope we get one more year out of it. But. You might as well, because at, once you blow it up. It's done. Yeah, once once Brady retires, once like Godwin signs somewhere else. I mean, some of these guys are going to sign other places, but you can still make it work. Like, yeah. if you lose Godwin, it's not the end of the world. Clearly, like, they still could have won this game pretty easily if they have Tristan. So, little things like that don't matter. As long as you keep Tom, as long as you re-sign the majority of the defensive guys. And I see no reason like, why the, those people wouldn't come back again. Like, they could mess around and bring everybody back again. Like Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It, football's a weird sport. People want to get paid. People want to make their money, and I don't blame them. Yeah. I don't blame them. So, you know, we'll we'll kind of see where that goes. But shout out to the Rams. The Rams are facing the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. And pretty much as expected, the NFC West is the best division in football. I feel like I came into this season with <laughs> the best takes ever. <laughs> ever. We we were pretty spot on. If you guys have almost seen everything. our NFL preview, please go watch it. Yeah, please like, go watch just it. Watch, it's, episode, like, it's episode ninety nine. Go check it out and just listen to us because we were right. It, a, a lot, lot of stuff. a lot of it. A turned lot out of right. stuff. A lot so, of it turned out right. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, it's actually um, impressive how much right we got. I think the only <laughs> like thing I did wrong was the Bengals, which is fair. I don't. I don't think I even mentioned the Bengals much. I think I said they would be better, but like not there yet. Um. And then the 49ers. I think I, th- I think I thought the 49ers were going to be exactly where they were in terms of record, but not make the playoffs. They snuck into the playoffs by one game, and now here they are. So, yeah, yeah I thought the Niners were going to be the worst in their division, but that division as a whole was still going <laughs> to. Literally, be... I thought I think we both thought they were going to be last, but I think we both had them by nine wins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I think nine or, nine or ten wins. I think I honestly stupid. think we said all of them were going to have ten wins. Yeah, we kind of dropped the ball on the on the Seahawks, I guess. If you want to call a f- um something that we did really wrong, it was the Seahawks. Oh, but that's because of injuries. So it's <laughs> nah, like... they just stink too. Their line's awful. There's oh, only yeah. so much Russ can do for so many years. Yeah. All right, but we got one more game to talk about. It was and... the game of a lifetime. It was the best game in playoff history that I've ever seen. Maybe there's better ones. Probably that Brady Super Bowl against the Falcons. I don't know. This game was absolutely bananas 28 points scored in the fourth quarter i think 21 of them in the last three minutes oh my goodness gracious the kansas city chiefs at home in a playoff rematch against the bills last year this was the stefan diggs revenge game after last year standing on the sidelines looking watching the chiefs celebrate and Diggs woke up feeling dangerous. Woke up feeling dangerous. Three receptions, seven yards, and a two-point conversion. I love Stephon Diggs. He's my favorite player of all time. 
he stunk the bed. Yes, last week too, Diggs has not been around. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks. Where is Stephon Diggs? This is not what I'm putting out Amber alerts during the game. It literally was. I was literally saying, where is Diggs? I don't know where he is. Josh Allen maybe played the most perfect. I think this is the best quarterback game I've ever seen in a loss. Ever. Yeah, he did his thing. 27 for 37, 329 yards, four touchdowns, 136 (laughs) passer rating. Like, led the only guy back. Times. Led the team in uh, rushing, too. I think he had, like, 70 rushing yards. He had two or three just big first downs with his feet, especially on the last – not the last drive of the game, but the drive where they initially took the lead. Uh-huh. He just made so many plays happen with his feet. And that was what's crazy about this game, right? The game was very good. There was a lot of scoring early. But then you get this drive that kind of kicked everything off, right? The uh the Chiefs get a Tyree kill run on a kick return that brings them to like the 30. They don't score a touchdown. They get a field goal. They settle. They give the ball back to Josh Allen. And this was the most surgical, like back against the wall, but surgical drive I've ever seen. Because I swear every set of downs, they had a third down. Uh-huh. And Josh was just poised. He took his time. He made the play with his feet. He made the play with his arm. He threw a lot to Cole Beasley. They march down the field, eventually score. Then, then the Chiefs come out and punch him right in the gut. They run three plays. Pringle, Kelsey, Tyreek for a touchdown. You're like, how are you supposed to compete? You can't. That's literally how I felt. I watched the whole Bills drive. It took five minutes. It was a five-minute drive. They get under two minutes. They do this drive. And you're like, wow, that was impressive. They're going to win this game. And then the Chiefs just three plays, touchdown. Take the ball back, you idiots. Here you go. We want all the people, all, all the people who are saying that the Chiefs are just out for the count early in the season. We know. Look at this. We know. Look at this, we man. Know. We know. To end the game, well, to send the game into OT, thirteen seconds. That's it. Now here, here's. You know, I'm trying to come with some takes today. Mm-hmm. What Patrick Mahomes did with 13 seconds is the most clutch thing in NFL history. 13 seconds, and they get in the field goal range. 13 seconds. That's literally three plays. Efficient. Just boom, boom, boom. Kick it. OT. Flip that coin. That's a dub. And, you know, like, these defenses were gassed. They were on the field a lot. There was a lot of points scored, right? I don't care. We said it. I was saying it during the game. Before, so, the the Chiefs scored, right? The Chiefs mm-hmm. scored, and they gave the ball back to Buffalo with, like, a minute 30 or minute 50 or whatever it was. They had all their timeouts. And I told Brooklyn, I said, they're going to play prevent defense and they're going to give up a touchdown because prevent defense has never worked. Not on a Hail Mary ever doesn't work. And they yep. did it and they get absolutely diced up. Gabriel Davis scores his fourth touchdown of the game. I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> I, I don't know who this is. He had 200 yards and four touchdowns. He was absolutely insane. This is the game of his life. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, we're talking during this game, and I'm like, it's almost like I knew this was going to happen. Because when you put talented guys like Josh Allen with the talented guys around him, closer to the end zone, they're probably going to score because you're putting them in situations to succeed. You don't put talent in front of situations to succeed. You don't walk the bases loaded to get to Mike Trout. You don't do it. There's some things you don't do. Uh-uh. And so they score off their pre-event. They give the ball right back with 13 seconds and pre-event again. And it's like, did we not just learn anything on offense? Did we not That's- just learn anything? Just play man. Literally play press. And guess what? If Tyreek Hill burns you on man press defense, that's tough. But he oh, hasn't he done it all game. He did it on a slant. Which was wild. Yeah, that was wild. They- <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Now. Yo, that, that on was wild. I'm watching him. I see him get the ball. And he starts breaking. I'm like, okay. And then he, he hits that little. He makes a little scream. move, the smallest move ever. And it just turns. And like he turned that corner. And I swear he got like a jolt. He literally like no. input into the ground and just. And then he hit the piece uh, wood in. Oh, Yo, I was. Oh it was actually incredible. Tyree Kill is one of the most electric players this game has ever seen. Because there's yep. just never been speed like that. No. no. He he was literally behind five players combined for both teams. And there's three of them in front of him. And he peace signs. And he's not even in front of them yet. He's about to pass <laughs> That's them. The and he did the peace sign. And then he goes past him and scores. And it's like, you're a freak. You are an absolute freak. Yeah, that that has to be the fastest person in all of sports. I mean, outside of like, uh, but what the, without you, you, yeah, without yeah, not, the the fastest the, the person, four, in the, a four non, ma- the four in major, a, yeah, 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 the four major, of course. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's reel that one back. <laughs> fastest person no, in the four majors. You're de- you're definitely right though. Like, he'd probably be one of the higher echelon runners. Like, I don't know what his like sprint speeds are, but he would probably be somewhere there um yeah absolutely but yeah Tyreek is just different and you know we can sit here and talk all day about the overtime rules this is not a new conversation I hate that we bring it up every time this happens I hate it because I don't think the overtime rules are good but I don't think they're inherently bad either no they're they're bad they're they're so bad because you can't leave it right up to a coin toss and I but know, okay, not, play, play, play defense, play defense. I guess. Don't, don't let them score. I understand. Play defense. But it's like, why does it have to be sudden death? Bro, on a the... game like, But on a game like this, where they're I going back it. and forth, it. it's a shootout. You just know, okay, I win the coin toss. I, I win the game. But it doesn't have to be game. that way. Like, the game's not over. The game's not right. over. That's the thing, and I know you're gassed, and like that's kind of how this goes. But the Bills were the number one defense in the league this year in terms of points per game. The number one defense in the league. They give up 17 points a game, and they give up 42. 42. The Chiefs, the Chiefs don't count. I know they don't count. count. They're cheaper. They're cheaper. They're cheaper. But like, the game isn't over on a coin flip, and it sucks that Josh Allen didn't get a chance. And if that's the argument, I'm down for it, and I am. I do think the overtime rules need some reworking. But it's not down to a to a coin flip because I think it's like fifty two percent of the time, the team that wins the coin flip wins. That's not like a number that makes me think, oh well, it's over automatically. In fact, it's the opposite. It makes me think, oh, there's a 50-50 chance that either of these teams win because what's a bigger advantage? 
Genuinely, what's a bigger advantage? Scoring a touchdown, which only happens like 18 to 22% of drives. I don't know the exact number, but it's something between that, right? Touchdowns don't happen that often. Or kicking a field goal. Because if you get a stop, you go 30 yards, you kick a field goal, you win the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't love it. The rule is not good at all. But I don't think it's as busted as people think. If you get one, one stop, one stop, you get the ball back and you have an opportunity to win it on a field goal. And I but know it, it sucks because Josh Allen played, again, literally the best quarterback game I've ever seen on a loss. But it, it's just crazy because, like, what if basketball was sudden death? You you win the tip off, you bring it down. Okay, play defense. Somebody puts up a shot. It's a different Steph Curry sport. puts up. It's a, it's a I'm, different but I'm just, I'm just saying, though. They, you want to get one chance. Play defense. You want to get one chance. Steph Curry puts up a shot. Yeah. That's it. You lose because they yeah. won the tip. I hear you. Hockey. You you win the face off. You bring it down. They they score it. Like baseball, you you go both ways. Both people got a shot no matter what. So it's like on the football side of it, let them at least get a drive. But I, I here's at, my at thing least. too. Football's the only sport of the major sports where defense has such an impact. It does. Teams teams just don't score that much in football. Like you, you can't compare it to the NBA because in that NBA overtime game, the score is probably one sixteen to one sixteen, mm-hmm. and they're shooting forty seven percent. So like, that's well, a little on different a, on a on a game like this where the the score is about close to this. Yeah, if I, you I, if yeah. you bring it on both sides, and and I know in the hindsight it's a crazy thing. Okay, a game like this, yeah, the overtime rules suck. A game like we saw with the Steelers and, and the Raiders perfect like they they both get chances they both go back and forth sure i get that but why can't we just have it across the board college rules be college but make it in the nfl way if you want to make it from like the 35 40 whatever sure but at least let it go range like fine let it go back and forth yeah And, and, and i agree and i don't because like i want that i want that rule change and i think it needs to happen because imagine it. if this game is a shootout, a uh, college style overtime. But like, it's just not realistic either. Like, do you really want the Chiefs' defense to go back out there and then give up a touchdown? And now the Bills' defense has to go back out there and prevent a touchdown? And like, these things aren't going to happen. The score is going to be seventy-two to seventy-two, and now people are going to get hurt. Like, if if this was Madden and you could turn off injuries, you could turn off fatigue. Beautiful. But it's not. This is real life in the most dangerous sport in the world, contact-wise, with, like, not actual fighting. But but if we're going to go with that argument, like, what are we even doing here playing? Like, you just played 60 minutes of it, and now one drive... Oh, now that one drive is going to stop anyways. Like... I mean, extra time. It's not, it's not the extra, like, drive is going to do an injury. It's that these guys are tired. I understand. NFL that. players play one game a week because they can't play that long. I, I understand that. I, so. I completely, I completely get it. But it's just like, it's tough, man. It, it, it's it's, it's unfortunate, and the rule sucks. But like, I get yeah. why it's there because you can't have injuries, and you and you don't want these games to drag on. You need a winner. Like the big issue here with overtime is that you had 13 seconds left to stop them, and you didn't. So I I don't care that you had 13 seconds and couldn't stop a field goal and then another opportunity on defense and couldn't stop them again. I don't feel as bad. I really don't. And I feel bad for Josh Allen, and that's it. Not the Bills. 
I don't. The, fa- the fans get robbed from it, too, though. I feel a little bad for the fans, I guess, but, like... Because that game... Get a stop. Get a stop. Get, like, <sighs> one. 13 seconds. Not an OT. Forget OT. Get a stop. And I'm sorry, and Gerard, I, but, like... And I, I get that. I get on. that. Play defense, you don't put yourself in that situation. I get it. Hindsight is a crazy It's not thing. even we, hindsight, bro. We, we talk about it all the time. seconds. It's not even hindsight. This is foresight. Hey, 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 this a, lot, is a, lot foresight. a lot of a lot can happen in 13 seconds. Yeah, it, it, I don't know, man. Like, this was an amazing game that kind of ends in controversy, and I don't really think it does. I, the Chiefs have lost to this rule. And, you know, hopefully... Hopefully, Josh Allen becomes Patrick Mahomes because of this rule. Because Patrick Mahomes was amazing that rookie year that he played, or first year that he played. But, like, losing that Patriots game the way that they did without giving him the ball back made that boy angry. But why Why do we need origin stories off of overtime? <laughs> why, do we, why do we Why can't we just, all right, you, got a, you get a shot, a you players. get a shot. You didn't do it. He made it. You're the winner. Congrats. The world's a cruel place. That's why. <laughs> We're making origin stories off yeah. of overtime. This isn't the place. This is the place. <laughs> Not sports the place. are the best. The sports are the best drama in the world. It is. So we need a villain. <laughs> we need a villain. Also, it's going to be kind of funny. Everybody was rooting for the Bills in this. And if the Bills make the Super Bowl next year, everybody's going to be rooting against the Bills in two years. And it's funny how sports work like that. Everybody was rooting against the Chiefs in this game. Where if you look, everybody back loves an underdog until that underdog. Until they're not an underdog dog, anymore. Until they're the big dog, and now you hate them. Great. Weird. It's so weird. Like I was only rooting for the Bills a little bit in this game because of Gerard, but like I was, I was rooting for the Chiefs. Like kinda, people love people love the Warriors when they had the strength in numbers, and then and now they started racking up numbers, and now they hate them. Crazy. Yeah. I don't hate them as much anymore. I just hate KD. That that's I'll, a I'll different podcast. That that's I'll a different st- podcast. I'll stand by that one. <laughs> I will absolutely stand by that one. But we have our games are set. The championship is ready, and we have Bengals, Chiefs, and then the Rams and the 49ers. I know who I'm picking. I know who I'm picking. I think we got the same teams. On Chiefs, three. Rams. <laughs> Chiefs, Rams. I'm going to see y'all in the Super Bowl. Hopefully. I mean, yep. I've been wrong twice against <laughs> with the Bengals so far. But I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I've been spot on with every other pick. Those are the only games I've lost in the playoffs so far. So if there's any team that's going to do it, it's the Bengals, I guess. Just to prove me wrong. That's fine. That's okay. You got it. That's fine. That's it's going to be fun, though. I'm really excited to see... Potentially, two Hall of Famers in the Super Bowl again. And just give Matthew Stafford a chance. Just give him a chance. It's going to be really weird that we go a whole NFL history without the hosting team being the home or, like, playing in the Super Bowl to now. Potentially back-to-back years. Makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually super strange. I was thinking about that, too. And it could have been three or four years if the Vikings made it too. Like it's crazy. It's like actually yeah. insane. So pretty wild stuff. Um, Chiefs are absolutely a dynasty though, because this was yeah. the worst year of the of the couple, and here they are back. Patrick Mahomes had a bad year. Thirty-seven touchdowns, forty-eight hundred yards. 
there's a reason why there's a reason why i brought him up as an mvp when we had our conversation no because i I know that that stretch of like four or five weeks when he turned it around which is so crazy to me because he was so bad he was so bad in in terms of mahomes in in mahomes yeah yeah, yeah. in mahomes terms like i'm not he he wasn't relative everything's relative yeah but he he was so bad and then just turned it around flipped that switch and it was just like yo Homeboy, my homeboy looking crazy, <laughs> dude. I feel, I feel and, and he a just kept bad. on going. I feel a little bad for Patrick, and I'm sorry if the Mahomes family is listening to this. That man has to carry the weight of a piece of dirt brother and a way overreactive wife. <laughs> <laughs> he has to carry that because Mahomes is so likable. He's so likable. Yes, he he's incredible. He's fiery. He gets it done. He's a nice dude. It's like somewhat of an underdog story. Granted, it's not. He's still a first round pick, but like, you know, he went to Ant or not AM. He went to Texas Tech, not the best school, although they were for him. Um, so it's like a small underdog story. And um, he's just so likable. He's so yeah. likable. And he has to carry this Jackson Mahomes. He has to play the Steelers in the playoffs and get called the TikTok Bowl because of his brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even on the field. Get him off. Also, to circle back to the Steelers real quick. The Steelers have not won. The Steelers have never once been able to make a TikTok about a playoff win. Because TikTok wasn't around for their last playoff win. <laughs> their last playoff win was in 2017, I believe. And TikTok was made like the fall, like right after the season. So Crazy. <laughs> nice Pittsburgh. <laughs> you love you love to see it. Yeah, that's uh that's five years ago already. That's crazy. They've been to the playoffs like every year. Mm, that's crazy. They'll be back oh. once uh Aaron Rodgers is there. Baker Mayfield to the to the Broncos and uh Rodgers to the uh to the Steelers. I, I really want like just uh everything flipped on its head. Like oh, an NBA that, type season. Oh, yeah. And that's that something we're gonna talk nuts. about. We're gonna talk a lot about that the week between uh, the Super Bowl just because we're not going to have football for that week. So that's something we can definitely talk about then. Cause there's maybe, maybe lot... we'll get one of the, maybe we'll get one of the boys to hop. Yeah. On we can hop in there and kind of get some, uh, some off season takes when there's only two teams left. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, yeah, be on the lookout for that guys. Thank you guys for listening. We didn't expect this to be as long as it was, but uh, the games are really fun. So I'm not mad about talking about it any longer. Um, thank you guys again. Make sure you follow us at underscore the spectators on all social medias. And if you're not already subscribed to us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us there. And if you're watching this on there, make sure you like this video and leave a comment on which game was the most fun for you to watch. Thank you guys. We'll be back next Monday and we might be back before then. If we're going to do another episode, talk some NBA, cause it is time to start talking some NBA from us. And we apologize that we haven't. But with the with the way the group chat was popping off this morning, we might have to. <laughs> so, and make sure you guys hit the YouTube. We got a lot of dope stuff, some vlogs, some interviews, some cool stuff. So make sure you check it out. Absolutely. Later, everybody. Peace.